This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. This is a new episode for you guys, episode 696. Coming up tomorrow morning, we talk to Scott Wingo, and he breaks down how, how he personally guaranteed his first $1 million loan in his business, and that led to a $500 million IPO 15 years later. He tells us how he did it. Good morning, everybody. What's going on? My guest this morning is Demetrius Janakaro. He founded I Am IP in 2013 after an extensive career in engineering and intellectual property together with some of the strongest leaders and inventors of something at ABB, which we'll talk about here in a second. The urgent need for digitalizing intellectual property world and maximizing the potential of managing a company's intellectual property successfully has been felt every day during his work at his company. Catering to these needs have become the company's primary vision. We're going to talk about it today. Demetrius, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes. yes All right. Sure. So tell us what, you know, that was a mouthful, right? So tell us what IMIP does and how do you make money? Yeah, IMIP is a typical SaaS company and we actually earn money by offering seats. Demetrius, that's such a bad way to start an interview. Why would you call your company typical? You want to be special, the best, beating everybody. Why typical? I didn't say that the service was typical. I just said the typical SaaS company. It's a unique service though, huh? All right, so tell us what it does. Yeah, and the basic idea is just to create a platform where our users can collaborate in real time in order to access all patents in the world. And based on whatever they find, they can take actionable insights. You know, they can find out what the competitors are doing, who have the hired, what type of technology is about to come out. Have there been some acquisitions? So those are the questions that we can answer to our clients. Okay, I'm not following. So I'm launching a new company. I have an idea and I want to make sure I don't infringe on someone else's patent. So I use your service to search. It could be, yes. But it could also be that you want to investigate whether your solution is patentable. Because if no one else has filed a patent, most likely you could go for a patent yourself. Okay. That could also be the case. Okay, and so is that your main kind of value metric? You measure how many patents you've helped people filed every month, and if that grows, it means you're winning? Well, I would say like this. We have uh, three type of target groups. We have small startups, but the ones that you mentioned in the beginning. We're also focusing on the medium companies, but also large corporations. And all of them have different needs. For the small startups, is of course, to identify innovation. So yes, that's really what they can do. But also to create the strategy how they should protect their unique solution. Because in the end of the day, once they're about to get acquired by Google or whatever that might be, the only actually um, uh, tool that they will have in the conversation will be how good IP they have. Mm-hmm. Of course. For the medium and large <clears throat> one, it's a little bit different because you know these companies, they earn a lot of money. They want to be still at number one. So they want to make sure that no one else is infringing on the rights. They want, they want as well to collaborate and create awareness within the organization. You know, one of the most common problems within large corporations is that the, the employees don't even know which type of patents the company have. And that's actually the reality. For many do, do people, uh, I'm going to be provocative here for a second, because, because yeah. look, I don't care about patents. My general yeah. theory is copy the hell out of other people, out execute them and take all their customers and make all their money. 
So like, and then I'll let the lawyers figure out the rest. Like there are many, <laughs> there are many companies that go big and get acquired that have no patents. Why should people care about patents? I think, I mean, actually they shouldn't care about patents. You're totally right. I mean, they should really focus on creating money. You're mm -hmm. totally right there. But if you want to be acquired later on for some huge amount of money, you should make sure that you don't infringe on other rights. Because if you do that, in particular in U.S., you will not have a good end. But like, let's look, at, let's look at an example right now, right? Snapchat yeah. just went public. Yeah. Facebook basically yeah. copies every specific thing they do. No problem, right? Like, like it, patents are not what's going to make a business sell for a lot of money or like it's not going to be the determinant if they like win or lose. So like, give me a specific UK case where a patent is very important. I mean, in most of the cases, the patents are important for products. You know, when you when you develop a specific thing like Tesla car or let's say that you develop a wind turbine or whatever, then you need to protect it because you can look, touch and feel on the thing that you offer. But for the service, though, and that's, I think, where you're a little bit wrong. You say that Facebook is copying. I mean, do you know how many patents they're filing yearly? They file a lot of patents. And the reason why they do it is because they want to make sure that no one else will infringe on them or maybe stop them from offering a service. Yeah, but as a consumer, when I'm going, do I use Snapchat today or do I use Facebook Messenger with Snap, like with filters? I'm not thinking, which one should I use because this one has more patents? <laughs> like it doesn't, my point is it doesn't matter how many patents you have, you have to out execute in the market to get users. So like, what are your yeah, thoughts on that? No, no, you're right. I mean, as a consumer, I mean, you should just focus on the usability. I mean, how good is my service that I'm using and so on and so forth. But I mean, in, in the end of the day, if you want to make money, you have to do it right. Yeah. So then you have to make sure, regardless whether you're a Snapchat or let's say that you're Uber, you need to file patents because in the end of the day, as long as you're small, nobody will care if you do whatever they do. Okay. But once you start to become the huge billion valuated company, you have to create your IP. Well, listen, you could prove me wrong here because we know nothing speaks louder than money and customers. So are you rich? How much money are you making? I don't make, I mean, come on, we are just a startup. We are 40 people. Come on, we are four, only four, four years zero old. or one four? One four, 14. 14 one four. people. And what year did you launch yeah. in? Uh, when, we, when we launched the, the software, you mean? Yep. Four. Uh, it was three years ago. And uh, today we have reached an MRR of approximately 60,000 US dollar a month. Okay, so just to let me unpackage that for a second. You launched in 2014. You now have 14 people and you're doing 60 grand per month in MRR. Yeah. And how many customers are using you? Uh, we have uh, approximately 500 users currently, and we have, a, but we have a pure B2B business. When now, when you people always try and trick me, but Nathan Lacka can't be tricked. When you take, <laughs> when you say 500, <laughs> when you say 500 users, do you mean customers yeah. or users? No, customers are 62. See, see, look, Demetrius. That's a different, that's a different question. And, okay. and I would say 30% of these customers are uh, among the Fortune 500 companies. Okay, got it. So you've got 500 users, 62 paying customers. Those yeah. customers are paying on average about a grand per month to put you at 60 grand per month in MRR. Yeah, exactly. Okay. exactly. What about funding? Have you raised capital? Yeah, we did it like uh, two years ago. We were bootstrapped the first three and a half years. That's, I would say, the coolest thing I have done in my life. I mean, to don't have any money, it's crazy. <laughs> How old were you when you launched the company? Uh, myself. Oh, 37. And what I was, left. I was going to say, what was your financial situation? Like, did you have some in savings? Were you like broke? Was your wife going to divorce you? Like, <laughs> People thought I was crazy, man. Come on, I was, I was about to become a father. I Come still on, think you're that? crazy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
<laughs> no, you're right. I mean, I, I would say like this: an entrepreneur can't be a logic person. That's for sure. Yeah. Because we don't see any problems on the road. But nevertheless, <laughs> nevertheless, you have to make sure that you have at least bread and water, you know, yep. on the table. Uh, but what we did actually, we managed to get our first client on, after six months, so that we had Great. a really business-oriented mindset. So we said, okay, let's be bootstrap, so we can show that our, you know, product is is, is wanted out there. And once we have done it, let's raise money. And that's how we did it. Yes. But it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. How many co-founders or just you? Uh, two. Myself and Fala. And did you guys just decide to split 50-50 or how did you have the equity conversation? Very 50-50. And even you when did. we invited the two. I think in the, end, in the end of the day, Nathan, it's about a team, team playing. I mean, even though it was my idea or whatever that might be, it's the team that will. Now, come on, success. you have to say that. But deep down, deep down, yeah. when you're in your bath soaking, it's late at night. No one can hear you. Listen, you must think, damn it. I had this idea. I should have asked for more equity when I began. Come on. No, uh, actually, Nathan, honestly, no, not at all. Actually, I, I regretted that I didn't invite more people so we could be, have been much faster in the development because the problem was to find good people. I'm, you I'm, I'm you guys have to go. You guys know we're posting these videos live on YouTube now because we're doing you know live video. You can see it on Facebook as well. You can look at his face when he answers that 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 question and judge for yourself <laughs> if he's lying through his damn teeth. No, Nathan, honestly, <laughs> believe me. And you can actually ask my founders and partners. That, that is what we will say to you. And okay. to be honest, I don't believe in people that are eager. I mean, you have to be <laughs> humble and share the idea. Otherwise, come on, man. What are you doing? <laughs> Listen, if you want to share, I'll take 30% of the company. I'll join today. All right. But then you have to work 20 hours per day. <laughs> are you up for that? 20 is easy. <laughs> I thought 21, 22 is the norm. So And and, and come to Sweden, to the northern part of Sweden. Then we can talk again, eh? <laughs> Take take me back, Demetrius, to that funding number. <laughs> you said you bootstrapped. You and your founders bootstrapped for the first three and a half years. You raised capital. How much you raised? It raised now one million US dollar, uh, the first the first round, and now we're about to to raise an additional round because we want to expand in a new region in Europe. How much are you raising? Uh, oh, I think one million euro, uh, one, one, one million euros, which is like one million US dollar again. Okay, so and to, uh, is this going to be an equity round or convertible note? No, no, equity round, equity round. What Definitely. valuation do you want? Ah, that is what you want to know. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just curious how you think about it. Like, I mean, I mean, look, if you ask me to value it, I would tell you what, how I'd value it, but I'm curious how you value it. No, for us, it was very easy to value it. I mean, how we looked at it. We looked, I mean, how many, how many clients we were about to get in the two coming years. And the, this valuation round that we were in now was actually $5 million US dollar. Pre-money or post Yeah, pre, pre. pre. So you're, so you're right now going out telling investors, hey, we think we're worth $5 million. We're looking to raise a million dollars. So we're giving up 20% of the company. and our, Well, a little less, 17%, because our post-money valuation will be five, $6 million. Yeah. Got it's it. A little bit something like that, yeah. yeah. And what was the cap on the convertible note you did, the first million you raised? Uh, it was actually on the four, four million US dollar. Four, okay, good. And did you give the, what discount did you give the convertible note folks for getting in early? Guys, those of you listening, by the way, that don't know what a discount is, that's basically a reward you give your first investors for believing in you early. Well, uh, to be honest, due to that we were bootstrapped, we didn't have to give in a discount at all. I think that was the beauty to be a, to be a bootstrap company. Well, no, but, 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 what, but literally, what was the piece, of, how did you raise that first million? Was it on a convertible note? No, no, equity, equity. Oh, it was an equity round. Got it. Yep, yep. So you've already done a yep. price. You, you, you did 3 million pre-money, 4 million post on your first round. Yep. Now you're going to yep. do 5 pre, 6 post. Yeah, yeah. Got exactly. it. Very, exactly. very good. And then uh, walk me through some of the economics in terms of each customer. What's your gross customer churn per month? 
Uh, per month, in average, they generate something around, um, let me just talk in US dollar for you guys, it will be something around the ninth. Um, well, that's always a tricky question. No, it's no, like 25,000 US dollar per year. Churn. Divided with churn, churn, not ARPU, churn. What's your gross? Churn. Yeah, how many customers uh, do you lose? Like 1% churn per month, 2%, 5? Currently zero. Okay, after, so nobody's left. Nope. You have no customer that has started paying you and left over your lifetime. You know why, Nathan? Tell me. We have, cre we have created a tool where they save the most sensitive data, everything related to IP. They don't switch tools, and they love our tool. I so think, that's the difference. I think you just intimidate them. They don't want to scare you and piss you off because you know all their dirty secrets. <laughs> that could be one thing I haven't thought about. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> no, but yet, actually, I don't know whether we're lucky or whether we are too cheap because... Do not lose any clients. Maybe we're too cheap. I don't know. Could be. But uh, I, but actually, my prognosis, I talk about 2% churn. That, okay. that is what I'm expecting in the future once we launch. And what did you do in total 2016 revenue? Did you break five? I assume you did, what, 600, 700,000? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That is what we did. And now we want to break that even further. So we want to go double up for this year. And then next year, actually, we, we will start to look into the U.S. market. So you want to hit 1.2 million in revenue this year, which means in December, you're at 60 grand in MRR now. You want to get up to about 100 grand in MRR by December 2017. Exactly. Yeah. And then we will go to the Series A rounding, definitely. So we will start to grow globally. Interesting. Uh, because yeah, because now we were recently accepted by the UCLA Anderson program in uh, LA. Mm -hmm. we, will, we, will, we will participate actually to see how to have a go-to-market strategy in U.S. Yeah. And hopefully based on that outcome, we will know how to do next year. What are you what are you paying to acquire customers? It's very cheap. Uh, we actually we don't even meet our clients. Um, the only thing that we do is just we give them a call, you know, over the video like this, uh -huh. not Skype, of course. We have a go to meeting or join me, whatever that might be. And then we have uh, two to three meetings and then we are on. So we don't we don't do any advertisement currently. We are we don't have the money. Yeah. <laughs> how many how many people on your team are focused on sales? Currently, I would say the whole company. Everybody's okay. part of the sales. Okay. I, I'm a kid. The, the seven people are developers, so they don't do anything, of course, in sales. But the other part of the team, they focus on sales. And we invest like three to five hours per week. That is what we can invest right each. now. Yeah, each. Okay, so of your team of 14, seven are engineers, seven are salespeople, and each of your no, sales. No, no, no. Everyone is engineers. That's, a, that's a, the change <laughs> that we need to make. So that's why now we're going to find salespeople because we don't have real salespeople currently. Wait, so how many engineers do you have? Seven or 14? 14. Oh, oh yes. You have 14 engineers and seven of them spend time five hours a week selling. Yeah. I see. I see. Okay, good. And you're all based in Sweden. Yep, in Stockholm, the beautiful capital. In Sweden. That's great. And what, <laughs> what do you assume kind of lifetime value on these customers are? They're paying you a grand per month. How many months do they stay with you on average? What's your An average, they sign a two years contract. That's the beauty with our solution. And, and, and that's because they want to do that, particularly the large clients. And that uh, amount is growing because now we start to attract larger clients with larger solutions. So that number is going up. Yep. Yep. Demetrius makes perfect sense. I would maybe try and pressure you into letting me give you money and invest, but a $6 million <laughs> pre-money on what is that 700 800 grand ARR right now is too rich for me but you're going to kill it cuz you have amazing energy. So <laughs> let's let's wrap up here. By the way, is this like a great interview or what? This you weren't expecting Fantastic. this, were you? I, I love it. I love it. Perfect. It's a, continue. It's, it's a good job. <laughs> let's this so now it gets easier for you. 
Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan, you can sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45 day money back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Are you ready? Yep. All right, number one, what's your favorite business book? Whoa, uh, I don't have one. Actually, I'm not a businessman. An engineer. What are you reading right now? Right now, I would say I'm reading a typical book, you know, an old book that has been out there. Steve Jobs. Everybody told me, read that book. Okay, let's do that. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Actually, one CEO that has really amazed me, uh, to be very, very honest with you, is actually a company here in Sweden. Not famous at all, but I, I really like the way that they have been bootstrapped for seven years and they're making a lot of money. And I respect Companies Who is it? Bootstrapped. It's a company called uh, here in Sweden, uh, Kundo. Uh, have you heard about them? K U N D O. Yeah, Kundo.se. I think you should have a look. I think it's a fantastic job that he has done. And we are talking a lot, me and him. So we try to share experience. I mean, number company. three is there, besides your own, is there a favorite online tool you have, like Acuity Scheduling? To be honest with you, the tool I love, that's actually what I've used from, from in the beginning, was actually uh, Slack. And Slack has been the best tool ever for us because it, it really solves the problem we have. How many I hours? Love it. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Five. <laughs> and what's your situation? <laughs> Married, single, do you have kids? Married and kids. How many? Two. Not wives, kids. All right, Not two. <laughs> <laughs> married with married with two kids and how old are you i'm 40 now 40, 40 all right take us back last question take us back 20 years what do you wish your 20 year old self knew ah shit i was a, i mean come on i was an ordinary engineer studying believing that i would become a good consultant nothing else never entrepreneurship whatever but most likely nathan i would never do this again it has <laughs> killed me <laughs> you, you have to be a little crazy to be an entrepreneur right <laughs> yep and i will never be that again <laughs> <laughs> there you guys have it from demetrius again launched the company back in 2014 it's called imip plays in the patent world helps you discover patents see what else is out there potentially prevent litigation uh, they've got 62 customers paying on average a grand per month they're doing about 60 grand in mrr as of this month that's april 2017 last year in 2016 they passed six hundred thousand dollars in revenue they also have raised $1 million. That first round was a $3 million pre-money valuation, $4 million post-money valuation that was a priced round. They're now raising another million dollars at a $5 million pre-money, hoping for a $6 million post-money valuation, selling about 17% of their company. Really healthy unit economics, all organic kind of a customer acquisition right now. Uh, no churn yet. Again, their team of 14, almost all engineers based there in the beautiful town, city, location of Stockholm, Sweden. Demetrius, thank you for taking us to the top. Yeah, thank you so much.
If you enjoyed today's episode, go back and listen to yesterday's with Rickard. He breaks down what you should use when you deploy your software product to keep Russians, Chinese, the hackers, all the hackers, maybe not just the Russians and Chinese, but all the hackers out. Go listen to that episode from yesterday. It would mean the world to me if you guys got any value from this episode, if you would go leave a review on iTunes right now and then subscribe. You know, I hustle like heck to get these episodes out every freaking day for you guys. And trust me, I love it. I would do it with no listeners, but boy, oh boy, it makes my day and it makes my team's day when we see great reviews and get your feedback. So thanks so much. Okay, Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan.